Hello, welcome to the Dear Nikki podcast, where I'm going to be giving you personalized user research advice based on your questions or struggles. So let's dive into today's episode. Hello, I am so excited to be back. I'm so happy that I have my voice back. I didn't have it for a few days, I think from Friday to Sunday. I didn't really talk to anybody because my throat had hurt so much. I was feeling unwell last week and I made it my mission to not talk to anybody from Friday to Sunday, barring a few small conversations to my husband (laughs) and also to my parents back at home when I gave them a quick call. But I'm really proud that I didn't really use my voice for almost three full days. And now I can say that I am feeling so much better and it's so nice to be able to talk. (laughs) The small things in life, right? We We gotta get into the small things in life. So it's super nice to talk. It's super nice to feel better, not feel feverish and tired and and whatnot. Who knows what I had at this point, but what I will say is I'm excited to be back. I'm also really excited because it's springy here today. I feel like whispering that just so winter doesn't hear me and come back. (laughs) Be like, did you miss me? But it is very springy here today. We have, it's quite windy. We have, we have intense winds, but it's warm and it's sunny. So I'm not going to complain about the wind. It is the choice that I made when I moved to a very small island. And I must say, it is really cute to watch Poncho's ears fly around in the wind when we're, we're walking. He does not like that in the slightest. He always looks at me as if it's my fault. Same with when it rains. But, 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 it's very cute. So anyways, now that we are back and ready to go, the topic that I had today has actually come in a few times. And I'm really excited because I love when people ask me the same or similar questions all at once because I'm like, first, something's happening here. (laughs) Something interesting is happening. And second, when I feel as though I can answer questions that help a multitude of people in a current situation, it makes me so super happy. I'm all all about that impact. I've, I've really come to a focus in my business finally, 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 after years, I've come to this focus of trying to impact as many people as I can in a positive way. So impacting as many user researchers in a positive way as possible. And that's something that I'm exploring really in depth in my membership. So if that's something you're interested in looking more into, I'm going to pop the link into the description of my user research membership, but I am pouring my love and soul into that membership this year, and I am so excited to see where it goes, so excited to see how I can support people, how many people we can bring together. I want it. I'm not going to lie. My vision for this is to be the go-to user research community for, for our industry. So... I don't know. That's a that's a pipe dream. <laughs> but I'm really excited about that membership and showing up a bunch for for my members. So anyways, coming back, impact and answering a question that quite a few people have brought up. So what is that question? How does user research work 
in an agile or scrum environment, right? And specifically, how do we fit user research in to something like two-week sprints? That is that is a big concern that I've that I've heard within the scope of this particular question. So really looking into how user research fits into this agile style and how we can make user research be effective and impactful in such a short amount of time. So I have worked primarily in agile environments, but I'm just going to take a quick step back to explain a little bit about what agile means. And this is not a professional (laughs) definition, but what I have seen it as and what I have experienced it as is within the context, you you might be working within the context of something called a scrum team or maybe a squad. There's lots of different names for these things. And what happens is generally speaking, you are embedded or you're working across multiple teams. And what these teams do is they deliver things in sprints. So two-week cycles, right? So they work on something for two weeks and deliver something, work on something for two weeks and deliver something right? And it means that they're trying to go in an iterative and fast pace when it comes to delivering products, features, improvements, innovations, etc. So when I first heard about this, I was like, you said two weeks? (laughs) What do you mean two weeks? What am I going to do in two weeks? Right? It's hugely challenging to try and fit user research exactly into an agile environment, right? It's also very scary to think about user research being part of an agile and agile. Oh, wow, that word is tough. Agile environment. There we go. It's overwhelming and scary to think about that because. I know as user researchers, we really don't want to impact or take away from the quality of our work. And to be able to deliver something in two weeks, it's it's a bit overwhelming, right? How are we going to get all of this done within the scope of two weeks and work within our team's timeframes? So what I will say is that it's doable. It is 100% doable to fit some types, I'm going to repeat that, some types of user research into an agile environment. And I actually do recommend getting comfortable with this. And we're going to talk through the the ways to, to do this in just a second. But I do recommend trying this. I, I know that I've seen researchers who are adverse to this and try to fight being in this kind of environment and fight trying to fit user research into into these timelines. And I understand that because I did the same thing, but it's really interesting and really good for you to learn how to work within the scope of your team and your team's timelines and your team's frameworks, right? Because that is one way that we really get buy-in for research is when we can work within the context of our team, right? So how do we do this? How do we make user research work in these ridiculous, at least seemingly ridiculous, two-week sprints? So first things first, 
let's think about the different types of user research because I did mention that it is possible to fit research into an agile environment if it's a specific type of research. So the way that I think about and categorize my research types are through strategic research, concept research, evaluative research, and maintenance research, right? Those are the four buckets that I use to think about research and what what type of research I am doing for a given project. Oh, you can tell that I haven't spoken for a while, huh? (laughs) So splitting those into those four types then allows me to better understand if and how what whichever type is relevant or not for an agile framework. So first one, strategic research. This looks a lot at generative type research frameworks, problem definition, really going deep into understanding your users, really thinking about mental models, discovering unknown unknowns. That very deep foundational research is what strategic research embodies. So that's our first category. The second category is concept research. So this is primarily under concept testing. So making sure that the team is heading in the right direction, looking at very early ideas such as sketches or concepts or just really general ideas to understand, right? Once we went through the strategic research, we have some ideas and we pick them out are we going in the right direction, right? So really looking into the concepts that we're thinking about and if they align with our users' mental models. Third bucket, evaluative research. This is more about evaluating designs or ideas, usually prototypes, right? And it helps prove or disprove any assumptions we have. It helps understand our initial usability or accessibility issues. It Now that we've honed it down to particular ideas, it's like, does this idea make sense in how we're portraying it, right? Does this flow make sense? Can people use this to achieve their goals? And then finally, maintenance research is monitoring and acting on ongoing feedback from users, right? So once something is put out into the world, so once we deliver or develop something, any ongoing research or any feedback that we're getting from users in whatever way, whether that be reviews, customer support tickets, account managers coming us and telling us things, doing follow-up research to make sure things are going well, looking at data analytics, any any of that kind of maintenance research, right, is really about continuing to refine and make sure everything is going well in terms of what we put out there into the world. Now, how does all of this work together when it comes to an agile environment, right? Because only some types of research can fit into that agile environment. So strategic research can take anywhere from six weeks to eight weeks to six months, (laughs) depending on the scope of the project. So strategic research, what I always say is something that should be taken out of this agile environment, right? This is not tied to one particular project usually. Sometimes it can be, but 
generally speaking, it's much more cross-functional or cross-departmental, right? So you're looking at impacting several different teams. And these are very big questions like who are our users, you know? What do our users think? What do they do? What do they feel? Who are they? What are their mental models? And they generally speaking have deliverables such as personas, customer journey maps. Strategic research for me does not sit inside the agile framework. It's continuous on top of the agile framework, right? Because it's honestly too long to fit into any given sprint, right? So what strategic research does for us is it helps inform the product roadmap for next quarter or for the quarter after, depending on how far ahead you're planning and you're able to plan, right? So strategic research, again, looks much at a much broader scope and helps us plan something much bigger than a sprint. Now that strategic research, what's cool about it is it might get broken down into smaller chunks that you can achieve, right, within the context of a sprint. So now we have concept research. Concept research takes usually about four weeks. Sometimes it can take shorter, sometimes it can take longer, right? But concept research, it takes longer because you're coming up with ideas, right? You're coming up with like new ideas. You're putting them in front of people. It's a little bit looser. It's not as cut and dry as something like a usability test, which falls under under evaluative research, right? So concept research is one step down in that funnel of the four types that I outlined of strategic concept, evaluative, and maintenance, right? So again, concept research should also be done with the idea of planning further ahead, right? So this is also kind of on top of, like above the agile framework. So let's take concept research as an example of taking about four weeks. So within the context of four weeks, we have two sprints, right? So we could be doing concept research to help us determine what's going to be done in the following sprint, right? So let's say we have sprints one in a month, one, two, three, and four, right? So, well, that wouldn't make total sense because that's more than a month. And here we are, Nikki can't do math all over again, right? So that's eight weeks. So that's about two months. We have sprint one, two, three, and four, right? So sprints one and two go by because we're doing concept research and it takes four weeks. But for sprint three, we we are doing the concept research for sprint three, right? So again, we, we are sitting with concept research on top of the agile framework, but we're still making it work within the scope of agile because what we're doing is we're planning four weeks ahead so that while things are happening in sprint one and sprint two, we're doing concept research that then comes back and feeds into what we need to do for sprint three. Right? I hope that that makes sense. It's very difficult to explain this <laughs> finding. But again, so we're a bit above the two-week cadence, but we are 
using the information that we gather to impact planning ahead of time, right? So again, the concept research is coming into sprint three. So then we have evaluative research, which is the easiest one. Generally speaking, we'll say sometimes there is caveats to this depending on recruitment, your niche, how, how quickly your teams move, et cetera. But evaluative research is the thing that we can fit really nicely into an agile environment because it is very, very possible to do something like usability testing in two weeks, right? So what would happen in that sense is that you do the evaluative research two weeks before and lead into the sprint, right? Or you could do evaluative research for a week during the sprint. This is kind of like more like a design sprint, which is very, very difficult, but I just want to call out that it's possible. So within the scope of a sprint, we have two weeks. You could spend the first week researching and then implementing in the second week if your teams can do that, right? There's a lot of caveats here that your teams are ready to do that, that they're into that, that they have the resources to do that. But usually what happens is that you're doing the research that needs to be done two weeks before the sprint, right? So again, we have sprint one and sprint two, okay? So let's say sprint one starts on the 1st of March and goes until the 14th of March, right? And then sprint two starts on the 14th of March, the same day because math, and ends on the 28th of March. So we have two weeks on either side. So we have four weeks there. That's two sprints. So let's say that you had an evaluative study that you need to do for both sprint one and sprint two, right? So for sprint one that started March 1st, you would have backed up the evaluative research study to start in the middle of February, right? So February 14th. And you would have spent those two weeks doing evaluative research so that when sprint one comes, they have all the information from the research that they need so they can start working in their sprint. And that went, went, while they are working in that sprint with the research that you did, that they needed, you start working on that other project for those two weeks during sprint one, and then you're delivering the results for March 14th to March 28th, that second sprint, right? So that's how evaluative research, and that's why usability testing tends to fit really well into the context of an agile environment because you're, you're just working essentially two weeks ahead of schedule on everything, right? And then finally, what I will quickly say is maintenance research. This is something that you can also put into the context of a sprint. It really depends on how you do maintenance research, if you do maintenance research. So this would be where you are following up with the feature, with whatever research you're doing or with whatever data you are triangulating. You're following up with that, again, two weeks before the sprint in which the teams need the information. So... That's, that's how I look at 
all of the different types of research and how they fit in or sit above an agile framework. Now, what I will say is that with everything that I just mentioned and walked through and how this fits or sometimes doesn't fit, the one singular most important thing for fitting user research into an agile framework is having the ability to plan ahead. If you struggle to plan ahead because of whatever reason, right, such as you don't know what's coming up, you don't have the resources to plan ahead, nobody can tell you or help you with planning ahead, whatever reason, then it's gonna, you're gonna struggle with fitting user research into an agile framework, right? Because again, for every single research type that I mentioned, you need to know what's coming next because you need to be ahead of schedule by the number of weeks that it takes you to conduct the type of research, right? So we need to know what the teams need and when they need it so that we can properly plan when we're going to do research. Right. So let's let's break it down into those four areas again. Strategic research looks at influencing a product roadmap down the line, right? So what we need to so let's say that we're working in a, over a half year, right, on a certain roadmap and for some strategic research we're planning the next half year. Right. So we need to understand in that next half year the types of topics that people want information on. Right. So in in the second half of the year, we need to know, okay, people want to understand who our users are. They need this information. They're going to start working on this, this, and this project. Right. And with this, this, and this project, we need personas. We need journey maps or we need a specific type of information so that we can spend the first half of the year really looking into that information. So by the time the second half of the year comes along, we can give teams the information that they need. Same with concept research, right? Let's say that we are working on a particular concept and the team wants to start developing that concept in four weeks. Well, we need to start with concept research right now then, right? And we need to also align with our designers to make sure that the designers have enough time and space between when we deliver our research and creating something for the devs, right? So we always need to know ahead of time what our teams need from us so that we can properly essentially backtrack and understand, okay, if you want this by the end of March, we need to start it right now for usability testing, right? Because that's two weeks. So we need to work two weeks ahead of schedule for usability testing, right? As well as maintenance research, which can take one to two weeks. We need to know when our teams need that information so we can plan ahead of time, right? So that is the key to putting research into an agile agile environment. <laughs> really tough thing to say out loud multiple times. So you need to sit 
with your product managers, your designers, whomever you collaborate with to make sure that you're doing the right research for what people need, you need to sit with them and say, okay, here are the four types of research, right, that I can offer. I need to know for strategic research three to six months in advance what you're going to be looking at, what questions you have. And you can do that through something like a question gathering workshop, right? And you can do that at the beginning of every quarter or at the beginning of every half year. For concept research, I need four to six weeks in advance. For evaluative research, I need to know two weeks in advance. For maintenance research, I need one to two weeks in advance. And now, again, take all these timelines and adapt them to your organization because sometimes you could do it faster, right? You could say, if we need very basic unmoderated usability testing, I can do it in one week, right? But always give yourself buffer time. (laughs) But let's say that you have a niche and it takes – quite some time for you to recruit, then you need to say, okay, I actually need three weeks or four weeks for recruitment. So I need you to let me know even five weeks in advance or six weeks possibly in advance, you know, to what kind of, what kind of evaluative research we need. Just, just make sure you take those timelines and adapt them to your organization and how long the process takes. Another thing that I would do when it comes to adapting user research to Agile, which is very helpful, is creating a research roadmap and backlog. So when you sit with product managers and designers and devs or whomever, when you sit down and you understand the work that they need, then you put that into a roadmap, right? Because that that way you are planning out the research that you're going to be giving them and they can easily see when your research is going to be done and delivered and see how it works with their roadmap and with the sprints that they have planned, right? And so that's just like a really great alignment and visibility tool for you to make sure that you are doing the most impactful research for the teams and that it is making sense timing-wise, right? And I'll pop in a link to creating a research roadmap and backlog in the description notes. Another thing, as I mentioned, I mentioned design sprints. If that's something that you want to look into, I'll put a resource into the description as well for design sprints. There, I don't know how I feel about design sprints, to be honest, just because I think that they can be great, but they are for a very, very specific use case, right? Sometimes we try and rush research, and what I don't want you to do is introduce the concept of being able to rush research at your organization because sometimes people can go a little bit wild with design sprints and do them for really complex projects where it doesn't make sense. Finally, the last thing, especially if you have a hard time with recruitment, is starting a participant panel because recruitment is generally, it can be where things get stuck a lot of the time. So having some sort of participant panel or list of names, even you know, super basic of people that you can easily reach out to will make this easier for you in terms of planning and getting things done faster so that you can work within these time constraints and within the context of your team. So as I said, not every research project or research type makes sense with Agile, but there are some ways that you can make research fit into the context of an agile environment, 
There, there definitely are. And I would say evaluative research 100% can fit in there, of course, with the caveats of the timelines of your organization. But generally speaking, that generally speaking, maintenance research is really great for this too. Okay. But what you need to do is make sure that you're able to plan ahead as much as you can. So really sitting with your product managers, designers, devs to understand what they're planning and what type of research and what information they need by when so that you can then take a step back and make sure to plan that ahead of time. So by the time the sprint comes in which they need the information, you have already done the research and can deliver the information that they need for them to start working on on whatever it is that they're working on. So I know that this is a tough topic and I tried my best to break it down within the scope of 30 minutes. <laughs> so I hope that, that this has been helpful. And if there are any follow-up questions for this, please, please, please let me know. I love talking about this type of stuff. So yes, I'm I'm happy to try and answer any any other questions that I can because I know that a lot of people get overwhelmed with fitting user research into such a time frame. So, but it is doable. You can do it. Great practice, great experience, great opportunity to, you know, also get creative with your research process and push the boundaries a little bit. Anyways, I can't wait to talk to you all very soon. And until next time. Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to hit subscribe and submit your next question. And I look forward to talking to you all soon. Bye.